Good day to you and welcome to the Wesleyan Airway, a program where we discuss a variety of topics and meet a multitude of great and interesting people. As we prepare for a new semester, we also want to honor some of Kentucky Wesleyan College's history and those who have dedicated their lives to this wonderful institution. Today, I'm privileged to have Mr. Scott Kramer, Vice President of Executive Initiatives and Retention with me. Scott is a 1987 graduate of Kentucky Wesleyan College and has spent all but a few months post-graduation working for the college in multiple roles. He has witnessed an incredible amount over his time and has helped to build the college into the leading educational institution that we see today. So, Scott, thank you for taking the time to join me. You're welcome. Looking forward to it. Great. And given your history of Kentucky Wesleyan College, there's no way I'm going to be able to tell it as well as can you. So I'm, I'm going to start off just by saying, tell us a little bit about yourself. Where did you grow up? What attracted you originally to Kentucky Wesleyan College? Your family? Just give us in a short time span your life. Okay. Well, I can I can do the best I can here, and we'll see how, what that <laughs> leads to. Um, I was a senior at Henderson County High School and had really no idea where I was looking to go and, and what I was going to do. And one of our um, fellow church members, uh, Tom Major, uh, a Wesleyan grad and uh, now a trustee, yes. um, came to me and asked me if I had ever considered Kentucky Wesleyan College. And I'll be honest, only 30 minutes down the road in Henderson, I really uh, had not heard of Kentucky Wesleyan. <laughs> I, I didn't know much about it. I knew they were starting a football team the fall of 83. So uh, I started to investigate and look into it, and I was lucky enough to, or fortunate enough to, um, qualify for an academic scholarship competition, which many of our current students and many of our uh, fellow alums have all been through uh, in December of 1982. And I was fortunate enough to get a president's scholarship, and then I... Uh, Congratulations. To, oh, thank you. <laughs> and then I chose to attend Westland. And in the uh, fall of 1983, along with over 100 new male football players, uh, we all took a, um, came to campus and, and started a football team. And I actually played football and baseball my first year, and my grades didn't dictate that that needed to continue. So <laughs> after a long conversation with my father, um, we decided that baseball was probably my best route. Um, baseball was a scholarship sport. Football was a Division three program at that time, so there were no um, athletic scholarships available. So, so what, what positions did you play in football and in baseball? In football, uh, I played, uh, believe it or not, if you saw me today, you wouldn't believe it, but I was a quarterback and a defensive back, and then um, in, in uh, baseball, I was a first baseman. Nice. So I uh, played four years of baseball, had a great time, have long-lasting friendships that we still it seems like every weekend now that we've reached a certain age that someone starts a group text of some sort (laughs) so it's really fun to keep up with everybody and and know that you've got lifelong friends no that's great so you you played football and and baseball and what was your major and Uh, i majored in business administration and uh, actually changed to education at one point and went back to business. So um, the average student now chooses about three different majors. I actually had two, but at three different times I was a different major. So it, um, it was, uh, if any alumni are listening or, or listen to the, the podcast, we have um, you know great memories of Jerry Trinkle, Hugo Zimmerman, and, and some of those folks that taught us um, within the, the business department. And you know, one memory I have is I was scheduled to have Dr. Ed Bevan 
as my religion professor in the spring of 84, I believe. And unfortunately, he passed away, so I was not able to have him in class, one of our Wesleyan legends, but I did have Tom Rogers, who was his counterpart in the religion department. So I was able to get uh, one of the two legends in that area <laughs> of a Wesleyan education, so that was, that was a great joy for me. And they, they always talk about it just takes a few people in your life to really change your trajectory, and it sounds like uh, you, you had those people in your life. It also sounds like you've been that person in many others' lives, so uh, thank you for, for that. And I'll have to thank Tom Major. That's one more reason why uh, we, we really enjoy Tom Major. He got you to uh, take a lifetime of Kentucky Wesleyan College for us. So you graduate, you walk across the stage, you shake hands, you get your degree, and you leave. Uh, but, I did. But then you come back. So yeah, I did. what, 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 I, I what is behind that story? Enough, upon graduation, I was hired by a local finance company with my business degree. And then I get a phone call from our then baseball coach, Denny Potts. And he said, Scott, they've got an admissions counselor position open, and I'd like for you to apply. I think you would do well in that position and uh, help me with baseball. Uh, of course, being a 22-year-old just out of baseball, that was very exciting to me. So I came and interviewed, was fortunate enough to um, to receive the position, so I started working in admissions. I coached baseball for about two seasons and then figured out quickly it was not something you could do to work full-time and then work with baseball as well. Uh, Penny and I, my, my wife, we were recently married and we were talking about uh, starting a family, and, um, you know, with admissions, so much travel at that time was, was involved. Uh, I stayed with the admissions office for four years. And then another Kentucky Wesleyan legend, Gus Paris, approached me. And Gus said, Scott, have you ever thought about being a registrar? And I said, Gus, I don't know of any degrees in registrarring, but yes, I am interested because I would like to uh, get off the road as much and, and, and buckle down and, and Penny and I could start our family. So I was fortunate enough to receive the, or start that position, served as a registrar for eight years. And at that time, Wes Poley, our president, approached me about being the dean of students. And I uh, had since received my master's degree in um, uh, I had a Master of Arts in uh, Student Services, and he knew I had a passion for working with students. So I uh, went through that process, was hired, served as the Dean of Students for 17 years, and then um, I've been in my current position. This is my sixth year, so I've kind of worked my way through the ranks, so to speak, and I enjoy every day I'm on Kentucky Wesleyan's campus because there's no more joy for me than working <laughs> with students and seeing them succeed and, and go off and be successful. Well, for those who are afraid of change or don't quite understand the positions that you have had, let me uh, just tell people that none of them overlap in terms of the education one should get to take them. So you had to relearn those positions every time you stepped in. And obviously you did that quite well, but that had to be a little daunting and, and fun as well. It is. I, I enjoy new challenges, and you know I enjoy having the institutional history that I have now in memory. But you know, if you if you look at the timeline of when I was uh, advancing in my career, this is when we were starting to go get automated. Uh, when I started, we didn't have uh, computers. Um, we people laugh and say, "What's your email address?" And I said, "I've had it since email was invented because <laughs> um, I was here when we started email." So it's just. It's uh, to see that progress and to see, you know, when Gus Paris was the registrar, he retired. He was also the director of financial aid, and he had one assistant in each office and did it all by hand. To see, to, so to see how that's progressed over the years and for what he was able to do, it's just amazing to me that he, he handled those two offices and was able to be the registrar as well as the financial aid director for, for several years. Now, that, that is amazing. Now, 
in all the time that you've been here, both as a student and as a, a colleague, staff member, and, and community member, how would you define the students? Uh, you, you came in the 80s, we're now 2020, uh, and everybody talks about how students differ over time. You've, you've been very well positioned to sort of speak to how, how students at Kentucky Wesleyan College were and are and how we hope they'll continue. Sure. As you look at a Wesleyan student today compared to 1983, I would say there's not a lot of difference. We've got students that are eager to learn, that are very bright, and that have um, you know their their eyes on the prize, so to speak. They they know the career path they want to do. They know that if they graduate with a Kentucky Wesleyan College degree, that they will be successful. It may not be within their major course of study, but it, with a liberal arts background, they're going to have so many different. Uh, skills that they learn that when they start to match up their their skill set with what's available in the job market, they, they become very successful because they know how to communicate, they know how to work in teams, uh, they're very adapt in working with small groups, things like that. So it's uh, it, it's just a. Uh, you know, as time changes, you know, technology is the big thing. I remember being in the residence halls, and we had one phone per hallway, not per room, <laughs> per hallway. So if you ever wanted to get a phone call, you never did, which was okay because your, your parents knew you were okay, but they couldn't be in constant contact with you. So you were much more independent at that time. You know, nowadays I see kids, as soon as they, or I shouldn't say kids, students, as soon as they walk out of the class, they're on their phones texting with the parent or someone to let them know how they did on the that day's quiz or something like that. So... You know, overall, as people, I don't see a huge difference because um, they come in prepared and they leave with an outstanding education and they're just prepared to conquer the world. And that's great. And that's one thing I, I've always mentioned about students at Kentucky Wesleyan College is there's just a high level of confidence and empathy when I see them. And they're so outgoing and they know what they want to do. And and, and so that's great to know. And I I have to admit, I my phone is attached to my hand almost 24 hours a day, so I am am horrible uh, letting technology go. But that ubiquitous ability to reach anyone at any time is not always healthy, uh, and and that is one of the changes. I I wish we had a little bit more free time uh, than than we do with with regard to how connected we are just through technology. Sure. I will say that, you know, when we were in school, we used the quad a lot more than it's used today. We were always outside um, throwing a football or throwing a frisbee, whatever it might be, you know, playing wiffle ball. We were always outside with some sort of activity, and now students are in more. And uh, as you walk campus, you don't see as many out as there once were. There are a few, but it's it's more, um, it's not so common that you see it every day anymore. Well, I, I agree, and that's not just here. It's across the nation. Maybe we sure. can help start to change that a little bit as we go forward. You mentioned your wife, Penny, if I may. Can I, can I ask how you and your wife met? We were high school sweethearts. We actually started dating at Henderson County High School, and uh, this was our 1981, so this is our 40th year. We went to a... a um, Congratulations. It was a country western... Uh, kind of like a Sadie Hawkins theme where the where the girl invites the boy. So she invited me, and, and we've been together ever since. So it uh, it's just been a phenomenal, um, you know, that we've been together that long. And, and we like I said, she uh, she graduated from Kentucky Wesleyan. Uh, she actually started at Henderson Community College and 
and did two years of first study, and I was already at Westland, and so when she finished her associate's degree, she came over and did her final two years here, got involved in the sorority, and very you know worked part-time, so she was very involved, and I was the first to attend, but we've now had 11 family members attend Kentucky Westland, including my two children, and all graduating, so... That's just a phenomenal legacy that um, had no intention of starting, but it's just kind of you know gone that way. At one time, uh, my son and daughter, my niece and nephew were all here at the same time, and they were freshmen, sophomore, junior, and senior. So that was pretty cool. That's cool. We that had, is... got to spend all that time with them, and they got to experience the Wesleyan tradition. So were you dean of students at that time? I was. And, and sure so was. you had to give out the discipline if any of them had to <laughs> I did. They were treated just like anybody else. Thankfully, they were pretty good students. They were very good students in terms of academics, and they, and they behaved themselves pretty well. Well, that's good. I was I was going to ask if you had any sordid tales you could tell us. Um, <laughs> Nothing really stands out in terms of discipline. You know, they were all um, four point students, four point oh students. So they were just phenomenal. They didn't get that from their uncle or their father. I'll tell you that. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> my my big joke is I was on the dean's list every semester. It was just the wrong dean. <laughs> <laughs> well, as long as you're on one of the lists, you're, that's right. You're that's doing right. And and I will tell you, I saw on the way over, uh, walking over to the radio station, I did see the baseball team out practicing today. We are close to fifty degrees uh, as we. Are, are looking at this radio show and it's just beautiful outside so it's a good time to get out if we can i was going to ask you scott we've everybody can agree that that 2020 has been a year that most of us would like to forget and and we've heard about multiple uh, effects of covid on on the students and different issues going forward um with covid and and beyond covid what do you see as some of the major challenges for kentucky wesleyan college as we move into 2021 and beyond that's a great question. Um, you know, there was so much unknown um, this past fall when, when we uh, had a great class coming in, not knowing how the, the hybrid and the um, all online instruction was going to be held, the virtual instruction. Um, you know, we didn't have the student participation and activities that we've always had because they were uh, we were unable to have a, a whole lot attend due to social distancing and so forth. So it was... Um, it was quite a challenge, and you know, some students decided to go online. Other students uh, did not fulfill the Panther promise, and they were asked to uh, move to a virtual format and not reside on campus. Uh, we had to restrict visitation in the residence hall, so it, there was just so much for a large freshman class that um, that really piled up on them in terms of not the normal experience. Yeah. Um, we were fortunate enough this semester to relax some of those uh, regulations in the in the residence halls, and we uh, more student activities that um, that we can hopefully conduct outside where we uh, can get more involvement. Uh, we've had a really nice spring start to the spring semester weather-wise. We marched for MLK yesterday, and the the weather was just about perfect. It might have been a little bit chilly, but it was very nice. But if we can continue to have that, every sport that we have will participate this spring, which is a challenge for us with limited facilities. So we're working through some of those some of those things that we have to. So, you know, as we, as we look, we can, I think the spring is better than the fall because we learned a lot in the fall that we were able to implement this spring and we'll continue to do that if we're in the same situation next fall. Um, 
in terms of um, you know what to expect, uh, what to offer our students. I think the students are more accepting now because uh, they know that all of their friends are going through the same situation, no matter what institution they're at, no matter if they're military, no matter if they're home. It's the same kind of thing. So it's not like um, we've done anything that someone else is not being expected to do on other campuses. Well, and, and I'm glad you brought that up. And I think until people got home for the Christmas break, they did not realize that others were going through the same thing. And I will reiterate, um, many of the changes we've been able to implement, uh, you were a big part of the student forum we had at the end of the semester, where students were able to tell us, in their own words, what, what they thought was working and what they thought was not working. So student input has always been so very important at Kentucky Wesleyan College, and and your grace and listening to them and implementing changes where we can just shows how strong is the community. Well, Scott, I want to thank you so much for taking some time to talk to me, and I really appreciate it. Um, but, and before we end, I just ask, uh, do you have any final words you'd like to share? Well, uh, like I said before, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm one of the few people in my age group that look forward to going to work every day. And I tell my friends this all the time. I said, every day is a new challenge. You can go in with whatever plan you have and not know what's a critical situation uh, for a student or for whatever someone's dealing with. I do try to treat students as if they were my own children. And when I look at a student across my desk, I I just want to make sure that they're treated the way I would want my son or daughter treated. So I I think, you know, it's we've always been really good about student empowerment and taking the words of the students and implementing change. And we like to think we still think like 18-year-olds, but we know that's not the case. So there are new things and things that we can do better. I've never been one of the uh, person to say, no, that's always the way we've done it, so we'll continue that way. We can always improve our processes, and we can always improve the experience for the students. So that's what I'm, my main goal is. Now, and that's great, and I think that's the ethos that, that we want to have at Kentucky Wesleyan College. And thank you so much for everything you've done for Kentucky Wesleyan College. And I have to say, Scott's office is right beside mine, and we can talk to each other without actually opening a door. So he's, his, his guidance has been excellent since I've arrived to campus, and thank you for that as well, Scott. So I, for that, with that, I will say good afternoon, and have a, have a great day. And if you get a chance, go on and watch a baseball team practice. Okay, thanks so much. You have a good day. You Bye-bye. too. Bye.